Hey everyone, Jack again. Well, another longer episode means another two-parter. If you're new to the podcast, that means you'll be getting part two next week, followed by our next movie the week after that. Enjoy part one of our journey into Time Chasers. Let, let me just reiterate, not the same level of hate. Gentlemen, you realize that we've found... Who knows what waits for us in nature's no-man's land? Those hands and those eyes! You've got to do something about it! You've got... Baffling questions. Astounding questions. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? Hello and welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, I'm Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. As usual, we're presented by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. And today, folks, we're covering Time Chasers. Time Chasers! Yep, a lot of (laughs) you are probably familiar with this one from its notoriety, thanks to MST3K, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, yes. And we watched it, I should state... Go ahead and state that we watched it without the dubbing. We found Correct. a copy of it without the dubbing yes. and we watched it. So <laughs> keep this in mind. So I'd seen it. I'd seen the MST3K going in, not the yeah. dubless version. Zip, uh, mm-hmm. same for you? Uh, no, actually. I, as I, I realized as I was watching the film, they're like, I don't even think I've seen the MST3K version really? of this one. Yeah. No. Wow. I know. It's one of the more well known ones, and I don't think I've actually seen it. I'd never seen it. Okay. At all. This was uh, this was the second MST3K I ever saw, and so mm. it, it, and, I, and I went way back with it. So this was pretty much a first time viewing again. I re- literally remember one scene from the movie, and mm. everything that's else was just a blur. Amazing. Wow. I remember a bicycle in a grocery store. That's okay, all it was that's for it. Me. So, <laughs> so you know, so we're all pretty much the first for the most part going in. Just watching the movie on its right, yeah. Yeah. So that being said, uh, first first impressions going in. Outside of that, well, when yeah, when I started watching it, like for the first half hour, I Mm. was okay. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the worst thing ever. Mm. It wasn't the best thing. No, but I thought it's here for a reason. This is this is a movie that I would like. The, The kind of movie that I would like. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 by no means a a a. Good movie, no. <laughs> but it's it's not it's not nearly as uh, offensively bad as date movie. A lot of the movies we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah. Date movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So with that said, let's go ahead and read the synopsis. Time chasers. On IMDb, there are two different synopses that have been submitted one Hmm. sort of gives away a lot of stuff that we are going to talk about so i'll go with the other one which is the uh, short and sweet version an inventor comes up with a time machine not invents just comes up with one (laughs) but must prevent its abuse at the hands of an evil ceo yeah scary well, no, I mean, that's seriously what happens. The yeah. guy has a time machine, and then he has to stop the CEO from abusing it. Um, I, I, I'm assuming not physically. <laughs> but um, 
but I also wanted to add on on the the page on IMDb for this movie that you know normally there's a, a poster for the movie that goes along and you can click on that and go look at all the pictures and everything. But this one, all it is, <laughs> it's a a picture of the cover of the paper flap that this DVD came in. <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> Yeah, this the Jack ordered the DVD, and when he got it, he actually sent us a picture. It's like, yes. here's the DVD, and it's a picture of. It's not a DVD case. This is bullshit. This it's, is a bullshit. It's, it's like it's like a pa- a pamphlet. It is that it's you like can a open up, and the DVD it. just slips inside, complete with at the top there is a hole for you know this to be put on a, a store hanger or something. Uh, and you can actually see that on the poster on IMDb. It's yes. there too. If, if you, for a good visual, it basically looks like an action figure case that you'd see in the stores, just without the action figure and the plastic. I mean, when I got this, I thought it was a fucking postcard at first. <laughs> I, thought they, I thought I'd ordered the wrong thing. I was that's, pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but no, <laughs> that's it. So you know, what can you expect? It's it's hard enough to find a copy of this, I guess, that doesn't have the MST3K dub. So true. I, I guess. That's the best you can expect yeah, with this. You know, there you <sighs> go. But with that said, any more thoughts before we jump right in? Not really. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 nowhere near as offensive as some of the other movies we've seen. I no. mean, is it? it it's it's definitely movie. not a, a, a great movie. No. Not a good movie. It's a decent movie, I guess. But it's, it's not it's so horribly bad. No, no. no. As I was expecting. And I think it's kind of going along with what MST3K does. I I think that their movies aren't really the worst of the worst. I I typically see with them a pattern to pick movies that at least have some kind of merit to them. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's fair to say that we've covered movies that are way worse than the ones. Oh my god! Oh, yes. Fuck you, date movie. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but Sorry. with that said, let's just go ahead and jump straight into the plot. We open on a lawnmower man looking intro. That's the best thing I can describe. Just terrible CGI, early n- Windows nineteen ninety five screensaver ass <laughs> intro. Uh, close up on plane. And then a quick flash of our hero. I don't know what's going on. Is this the Langoliers? I don't know what to expect (laughs) from this movie. (laughs) Yeah, it really really is weird. It's just. It's weird, and it looks so 80s. Oh, yes. It looks so 80s, and I had to look it up because it was released in 1994, which threw me. But released was, in 94. Yeah. But it was shot yeah. in 1990, which Correct. explains why it is so 80s. The year when mm-hmm. the 80s were trying to die. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so oh, yeah. yeah, so it's so 80s, and which, then we which see... Which really comes into play later on. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and how. <laughs> no. So that's, that's our introduction to this. We get the time chasers in very digitally, super science fiction-y, video game-esque uh, title credits. Uh but it's not a long opening credit scene. But it's funny. I wrote down lawnmower man ass intro for my first <laughs> note, but then it cuts immediately to a man on a lawnmower. Right. Enough. Yes. <laughs> and does he have a snow cone? What? Yeah. Was yeah. it was a coffee <laughs> or a I snow cone? Because yeah, it was one of those conical cups that you used to get snow cones in. Yep. Right. And this guy, Marty throughout the film is kind of a dumbass. Yes. Um. Oh, and I know why. We'll get to that. <laughs> but uh, with my first note, my first note, does he have a snow cone? And he's holding <laughs> it out very far I away know, from right. it for some reason. So I, <laughs> like, did you not want to spill on the 
high tech lawnmower, lawnmower that I'm driving at an airport. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Where everybody should mow their grass. So, yes, we, we cut to an airport where this plane lands. Uh, Marty, who, what does he even do there? Uh, I, this is I, a minor I, character, folks. He, but I, I think he is the like the mechanic yeah. that works on the planes that are housed at the at the airport. Uh, right. He's not a very good one. No. Well, he might be a really good mechanic. He's just not he very might, smart. Well, ap- well, apparently he is a good mechanic because right. his first line of dialogue is, th- isn't it? He's asking about... Those modifications that I made to the fuel line or whatever. It right. Was. True, yeah. Because he's just made a, a serious, like, breakthrough mm-hmm. in fuel efficiency. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he's a great mechanic. He's mm-hmm. just not very smart. He's just not a, a bright <laughs> guy. Uh, now, uh, the plane lands. Our main character, who we learn is Nick. Mullet! Yep. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> uh, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Let's describe this guy for those who have not seen this movie. Uh, yes, to address the elephant <laughs> in the room, he has a very prominent mullet throughout this movie. He does. And a chin to match it. It was it's described as defined. a butt chin in one yeah. of the reviews. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, this chin. <laughs> uh, what can I say about it? Uh, it's, I mean... Bruce Campbell and Idina Menzel have nothing <laughs> on this guy. I mean, this guy's chin is a piece of art. Uh, it, it's it like is. a witch's chin. I love it. I love. I could not get enough of it in this movie. It was fantastic. Um, a shirt with puppy dogs on it. It was. I think all the clothes from this movie, aside from a few selections, were f- straight from a thrift store. Oh, without uh, question. Have they had to be? Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. must have been. And uh, just very late 80s clothing yes. consistently, but especially on this guy. So, yes, mullet, chin, glasses, uh, a receding hairline. What would you, What else would you say about this guy? <laughs> Anything I'm missing, <laughs> aside from the two obvious ones? No, that, I no mean, that's, that's it. That's, yeah, it. that's pretty much Blonde. it. Blonde. And that's, it's arguably his appearance is one of the most memorable parts of this movie. I Without question. I dare say. So, uh, so, yes, he gets out. He... Uh, take something out of the plane from a Commodore 64 floppy yes, drive, which yes. is never explained in the movie. And yes, and and we're talking old school floppy disk. Floppy disk. Yes. I even not wrote it the, down. Not the hard shell three, yeah. you know, inch. What? No, it's we're talking disc. the big floppy, <laughs> yes. the actual floppy so disks that are the size of your face. Yes. So at the time, they were probably thinking, "Who needs a flux capacitor when you could just go with." technology that's never going to go out of style exactly ever yeah and even i mean even for 1990 a commodore 64 <laughs> they didn't even try floppy. to what it's written right there on it we know exactly what it is but who is still using a commodore 64 in 1990 <laughs> well nick was nick was nick was because, Maybe they're hoping because no that's then. the only computer you need for a time machine <laughs> Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he <laughs> made he made the appropriate modifications obviously, right. which he mentions later. Yes. Yeah. So, we we learn this later on more in detail, but he's basically invented a time machine uh with this because he, yeah. he passes a coin to uh Marty w- from 1941. 2041. Tw- 20, wh- oh. It was it. from 2041. Yes, okay. that's yes. correct. Okay. Uh yeah. now uh uh so we cut to him in his home, uh, we see a 
commercial for a company called GenCorp, which is kind of what sparks the plot of this movie to go forward. Mm -hmm. This is a company that we are never actually given a real understanding of what they do aside from sponsor and inventors. Right. That's pretty much it. It's basically shady corporation. Um, Yeah. It's like, hey, do you have an idea in technology? Come to us, and we will make it a thing. And Nick is like, hey, yeah, this is pretty com- uh, convenient to the plot. Let me go ahead and call. And so, <laughs> and is immediately, and is immediately like put on the line with the head of, of right. research and development right. at right. GenCorp. And yeah. tells him to bait them. Because, and this is kind of a smart thing this movie did, I think. Because he didn't say, hey, I, tried to, I made a time machine. Or, hey, I made right. something, something. He, he lies to them to, to bait them into coming to check out something that's beyond their... Correct. Reasonable belief, which is cool. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, he tells them that he's developed a fuel efficiency that's state of the art. That's right. And then he calls the press, paper, the, paper. the banner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to remember what he tells them. He tells them that there is gonna, his that grandma, a, a grandma right. is, is going to skydive. skydive. Yes. Which apparently the paper wouldn't be interested in anything that's state of the art fuel efficiency. fuel efficiency. If so it's down. Right. <sighs> okay, fine. <laughs> well, this is Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> but we which we don't find out until halfway oh through the movie. God. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> and that's that's when I start to get mad at this movie. <laughs> what? Well, we we cut to the next day, I guess, where we meet uh Lisa, another great movie with a character named Lisa in it. <laughs> uh that's just a trope of bad movies, I guess. Uh, uh, we meet her, who she's representing the paper, and they've apparently met each other, Nick and Lisa. Uh, high school? Yeah, high school. Because uh, yeah. they say we haven't seen each other ha- since, the since the reunion. Yeah. yeah, and she reminded me of Helen Slater a lot. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, Helen Slater is a better actor. But, but yes. I didn't hate Lisa. I didn't hate her. I thought she, she yeah. started out not so great, and then she grew on me later. Yeah. Because yeah. she's better than Nick. Well, we already get some audio problems with that first meeting because as soon as Nick turns to see her, he goes, S. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird audio little blip. <laughs> like, you couldn't cut that? <laughs> you couldn't just cut that out? <laughs> Who's editing this and said, nah, it's fine. But anyways, she works with the paper. They they meet again. They realize they know each other. But hey, I'm here to cover that grandma story that sounded so interesting that we couldn't... Uh, help but miss it then we meet uh dollar store mustache she comes in uh, i could not remember his name <laughs> matt, for the his name's l- matt his name is matt okay. yeah the guy who works for gen core oh, yes the representative yes uh yes. he comes in he he's and and nick says guys just get him get inside my small plane i have something amazing to show you right they just get in the plane, they just get in the plane. yeah and <laughs> they just here let's go take a take a ride what they're completely really? cool with him with learning that they've been lied to about the reason they're exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, I've I've lied about why you're here, so but I'm going to show you. So let's get in this plane. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they do. Yeah, and they do. They do. And that's where Nick explains to them that uh, the whole time travel concept that it's a time machine that he's created. They call it a transport in this movie. Yeah, they can't call it a time machine. They call it yeah, a transport. A time transport. Yes. 
And he explains the, the how time travel works just in a bunch of nonsense because the way he it, explains it goes right over their heads and they still question it and his explanation to simplify it is still just as confusing. It really is. It yeah. is, and it's basically about molecules and that we're all connected. Right. That's it. That's that's how time travel works. Yes. Molecules so, affect other molecules. We're all connected. End of story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's all connected. So, th- but the the molecule accelerators <laughs> are apparently these small little pads that are attached to the skin of the plane. He says skin. He does. He says really? skin. Yes. Yep. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah he says uh, yeah. the okay. skin of the, the plane. The molecule accelerators are attached to the skin of the plane, which is all linked back to the computer, and the computer is what gives the commands to make the molecules react the way they do so that everyone contained within the skin of the plane will be transported to the correct destination, so which be, being whichever point in time they're traveling to. Yes. Okay. Okay. All yeah, connected correct. to the computer that can barely fit inside in the <laughs> cockpit of this tiny, <laughs> tiny plane. Yes. Yeah. But yet molecule accelerators are tiny pads that stick to the outside of the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. <laughs> but after confusing them further, <laughs> he takes them, uh, they decide to go, what, what you got? Yeah, let me... <laughs> and after being completely confused by this and, and asking for, you know, a, a more detail on exactly how this works, I, I love that it basically his, his explanation comes down to, well, I had to upgrade the RAM in the computer quite a bit, obviously. Yes. <laughs> was like, oh, okay. Oh, of course oh, you good did. To know. So you yeah. had to add more random access memory <laughs> To your Commodore 64 64. floppy drive (laughs) that interacts with the molecule accelerators on the skin of the plane. (laughs) That makes perfect sense. (laughs) If this were made five years ahead, would he have just had like a Nintendo in there? He'd have to like blow into the cartridge before taking off. (laughs) Play your game. All right, we're ready to go. <laughs> Come on, boys. Yes. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Again, why didn't they cover that up? Why not just make it look like fancy technology by just putting, like, a Band-Aid, anything over the Commodore part? Exactly. And and the, the, the actual display unit on the plane where he types in the destination, you know, uh, like, wow, it's so outdated. It's terrible. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. Yes, that it is. they use to type it. I mean, uh, yeah. And they decide, he says, where do you guys want to go? Past or future? And Lisa says, let's go ahead 50 years into the future. So he does to, uh, to the 2041. Mm-hmm. And we get our time travel effect, which is, it's nauseating. <laughs> which is a cheesy, cheesy uh, late 80s, early 90s video graphics yep. effect. Of yep. Like... It's like a CGI version of the Jupiter sequence from uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, but an hour and a half shorter. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 like, it's like if all that was just CGI'd over, if they decided to update it. Yeah. 
it's, it's something you would have seen in a very cheesy music video from the late 80s. Yes, that's exactly right. That's it, that's yeah. all it is. And we cut to the future, and this has a lot of, this is where I had a lot of questions with this movie already. <laughs> really? Well, okay, Dude, let me this, tell. this is when? No, I, I should, I, we should put a disclaimer out there and say that every every time travel movie is going to have its fair share of plot holes because they just sure. can't be avoided. Right, exactly. absolutely. Um, now, with this movie, he's able to go to the future with this time machine. Why has he not updated his time machine with technology from the future? Exactly. And if he hasn't, we can only assume that he's never actually been to the future. And furthermore, we can only assume he's actually time-traveled successfully once Once. before demoing this for people who can make or break this whole project. Right. So, (laughs) And I I think that is actually what has happened because... At the beginning of the movie, when he comes back and he gives the coin to the guy that's from 20-whatever, I mean, he's reacting as if that's the first time that he tried it and it actually worked. Yeah, I think that is, I think it is. So I I think that he has only actually done it once before. I think so, too. And now he's put two other humans' lives in complete peril. Right, you know, because that's what you do. (laughs) Because that's what you do. Well, it worked once. Obviously, it's going to work from now on. It's going to be fine. And he's never been to the future. So we're going in a completely different (laughs) direction But he has, because the coin came from 2041. But that's all he brought back. That's all he brought back, just a coin. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, he, he's never tested it on the past, so right. yeah, exactly with the implications that come. Right, exactly. So in in fifty years, uh, we have early nineties fashion <laughs> and bad the child dubbing. <laughs> got, it is worse than anything they wore in the future in Back to the Future Two. Yes, I swear this yes. uh, like because that was the one thing is like Back to the Future Two. They when they went into the future, it was just like really outrageous versions of yes you know what became like late 80s early 90s fashion but, but this yeah. is the total thrift store equivalent of what they did it's just yeah. bright the clothing too. Yeah. it's really just is. bright clothing but nothing out of actual time period there's a kid skateboarding uh on an actual skateboard <laughs> on and an not actual skateboard and we have we have hoverboards now mm-hmm. in 20 in 2016 so that's right. kind of fantastic but and they never show any of the buildings, any of the, it's everything well, the is on a street they level. They do. Right. They the only building they show, up. they show one building with a sign yes. that said in 2033, it was made of it all made recycled, recycled materials. But never yeah. actually any architecture. Yeah. Because no, we only well, see yeah, that on the I, screen. Yeah. We only see the landscape of the city on the screen in the plane. Which in is the plane, which is all. Exactly. Wh- yeah. It's, it's, so it's a, it's a really badly yeah. rendered computer graphics right. Effect of oh this is futuristic city but you cannot make heads or tails of yeah. it no no we, and you have no idea where you are yeah and we yeah we have no idea what city this is none none whatsoever well, can we assume it's the same one because again this is kind of jumping ahead but we, they go to the way into the past later on in the movie and it's the same mm-hmm. location well I think it's supposed to always be Vermont yes except for when we get later. Into the freaking cab ride. Yeah. Okay. So, so we find out, yeah, but it's not until 40 minutes in that we find out Gen Corps headquarters is actually in Boston. 
Yep. And I don't know how we got there. Now, if this when we got so there, we're the makers of bad people. <laughs> oh my god! When we're time yeah. traveling, but it's not until that very moment. It's shortly after we learn that they're in Boston. That the when he says just head north. Uh, well, I'm from New York. I don't know my way around here. If you said north right. in New York, I'd know to go uptown. Oh my blah, god! Blah, blah. He, he was, was like, my how favorite. about Vermont? He was my That's favorite north. character, by Same. the way. He oh, was yeah, my yeah, favorite we'll, character. We'll get, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. It's yes. not so, until that moment that, that he says, we, "Well, Vermont. That's where the that's where the airport is." Right. We don't know really? where they are until we just forty now minutes figured in. Figured out that the airport was in yeah. Vermont halfway through the movie. This so this city jacked. that they go to in twenty forty one, I have no idea what city it is. No. Uh, yeah, I don't. don't I don't either. That. They I never established. So this is either a city in Vermont, or they've somehow made it to Boston. And with them I being in know. a plane too, it's <laughs> it could really be feasibly anywhere. It could well, be. And they never but address... But the thing is, is that they never fly that far away from no. the airport when they jump through time. Right. So. Yeah. And they almost... The only time they show us the plane landing mm -hmm. is when they go back to the Revolutionary War. It's the only time right. they show the plane landing in a new time period. True. So that's the other thing. We never get a sense of place no. in this movie. No. Well... We uh, we again we see some of the basic futuristic things. We see a, a hologram also of a uh, of a preacher of a preacher yeah. giving a sermon to uh, and a asking for cash. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, and re recycled buildings. Uh, Papa Gino's Pizza apparently is a thing of the future. <laughs> so look out, everybody! In <laughs> twenty five years, yeah, invest now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so he's sitting down with them having lunch in this room that looks absolutely nothing that's futuristic. They just decided to keep the focus on them, I suppose. No, it's just it's like a big open lobby in the build in some yeah. building that has giant windows. Basically. And and that's nobody it. notices that they're there. No. They don't look any different from anybody else. No. Yeah. No, and and I'm sure it's they shop at the th same thrift store. <laughs> It, and, and I'm sure it's the, the, the usual thing of, you know, the, the primary actors are sitting at this table and they are talking so the extras can't make noise. Yeah. Right. So we pick up the dialogue. Yeah. Yes. In a giant empty <laughs> building, right. it is so quiet when they are not talking. And they are talking so loud. How can the other people around them not hear right, what they're saying? This is the future. We're from the past. Blah, 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 blah. Is like, why is no one reacting to the fact that they're talking about time travel? <laughs> because the director because told everyone, them. They read the script, the Zip. Street, it's <laughs> echoing so loud. People in the street can hear this discussion. How is no one else picking up on this? Oh, God. I don't <laughs> well, so they're sitting down. Uh, they're drinking coffee. And uh, um, Nick further explains the concept of time. He basically explains the butterfly it. effect, which why you're bringing that up True. in the future is pretty much moot. I mean, this is the wrong, the wrong direction to be taking this in to be explaining the concept of the butterfly effect. And he well, well it. but it, but it has to be discussed at this point in the story that they're because telling the conflict hasn't come because once they yeah the conflict hasn't shown or the conflict hasn't happened yet because right. this is basically following the same narrative structures back to the future too as zip had said earlier right. uh now uh yeah he gives a coffee cup uh, uh explanation using that as a as a metaphor but it still makes no sense it, it, i mean you know jeff goldblum did a much better job explaining it in uh, jurassic park but uh my question is and they bring yep. this up to him uh uh when What's his name? Matt? Yeah. Matt. Matt says 
you know, this is great. This is fantastic. You can take some money back to the past, 100 bucks, and then make a ton <laughs> of money in interest. And Matt just says, yeah, well. And then it never comes up again. He never brings up why. Now, not to get too deep into this, but mm-hmm. morally, is that wrong? Would that be a morally corrupt thing to do to invest money in the past and let it collect over time you know i think I, if possible, yeah. that's I mean, that's I think that's up to you when you become right a time yeah traveler. i mean because it will just never but it, 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 I, I mean that nick's has no effect on the story that they're telling yeah nick's nick's point is that you know he wants to make humanity better i mean yes. there are two things that very very it came, became very clear to me early on that this movie is about conserving the earth yes there's a heavy environmental message okay and it's basically buddhism yeah yeah so that's that's where nick is nick is uh because all he does is ride his bike and in the future we see no cars he rides a lot of things yeah but there were no (laughs) there were no cars there was one there There was one was it being driven Oh, right. Well, yeah, no, no, no. In the future. In the future, there are no in cars. The future, in the future, right. it's all bikes. And skateboards. Yeah. Correct. So, so it was a very so environmental converse, converse, message. Uh, yep. And, and everything is connected. It was very. So, mm-hmm. I think. So, for Nick, the, Matt's point about money wasn't important. Well, it is, though, because he says to him, I'm coming to you guys because I, I don't have enough money to finish this project. Dude, you right. have a time machine. Right. <laughs> It's a means <laughs> to an end. <laughs> get the get what you need with with the technology you've invented, and then make it easier on yourself to make it easy for everyone else. Matt right. Matt was woefully not listened to during this movie. Oh, so absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. he wasn't. No. Poor Matt. He, yeah, he's yes. definitely the most sympathetic but character. But a, a, yeah. a very prescient line did come out during that because because he explained you know he dismissed the whole yeah you can make money you know right. you can go back and invest the money and all that blah 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 but uh, he uh, nick was very adamant about why he wanted you know why this time travel is so important so we can go back he specifically pointed out he wanted to go back in time and observe the changes in our in the weather patterns and our environmental changes throughout the year so we can determine what's causing these things to happen yeah. what's yes. causing it's you know, a very noble the, intention yeah, exactly and also maybe we can find a way to stop shooting each other yes he does say that yeah. that's what he said he and at that it. moment i had to pause and let the chill sort of run down my spine right and then continue, yeah. <laughs> because like, woo, there and, you go, and on right a- topic. And right <laughs> around this time too, I realized there are no people of color in this film. There are none. none. There are none. There are none. None. At twenty two oh three, I had the thought, which it took me way too long to realize that, but there are no people of color in this film at all. And then we get into a racist statement later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now. So Nick's first testing with them is successful because we cut immediately t- next to him taking the head of a... Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, gen- and can I address this for a second? Yeah. Because Matt says, as they're leaving, well, I got to make a call. I got to call my boss. Mm-hmm. You can't call your goddamn boss Oh, yeah, they're still in 2041. The future. They're still in 2041, and he keeps saying, I have <laughs> to call my boss. And he walks away from the table as if he is going to the phone to do that. And right. Like, you realize 
your Hello? job is 50 years in the past right now. Right? Hello. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, no. <laughs> sir, good news. Hi, are you the delivery boy? <laughs> right? Okay. So, so that is the first huge, huge mistake here. Yes. So you have to decide that, that, that when they get back to the present, that Matt has called the CEO and time has passed for the CEO to come. Yes. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> so so Gencore, the, the head of Gencore, who I couldn't remember his name, so I honestly just wrote Dracula the entire time. <laughs> JK. <laughs> JK. It's J- JK. Was it JK? Okay. JK. Robertson. Well, now, yeah. I just, now I just wanted to be JK Simmons playing the part. <laughs> right? That'd be amazing. That's, oh, my that's God. That's how I remembered it, because when, the, when <gasps> Can we do a started reboot? calling him JK, that's... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Reboot! Time chasers! Go back to the past. Are you rushing or dragging? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Well, okay, fine. Uh, we cut to, I'm just going to write JK in front of Dracula in all my notes. Yes. Uh, we cut to JK after JK's first test because it didn't show us that, which is fine. Um, <laughs> and JK's impressed. He's blown away by this and he wants to sign him on. Now, he immediately approaches Lisa and says, Hey, we want to bring you in under our wing. We want to keep this under wraps. And for some reason, Lisa has a problem with him. And immediately. Immediately. Now, he's kind of a creep, but... He is creepy. He, every point that he makes to her, from the get, from initially at least, is pretty fair. I mean, this is a thing of national security. This is a, let's say, it, a godlike piece of technology mm-hmm. that, you know, doesn't necessarily need to be out in the open right away until further examined. It, hell, it's only been tested once. Right. So Twice <laughs> now. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Now... But, he, yeah, he makes a point. So, you know, she has a problem with this. And she immediately says, I, well, don't, I don't have time for you. I'm going to go. Well, I, I, think the, I think the intention is that she already has a distrust of GenCorp. Yes. Like she, does, yeah. she, thinks she already thinks they're an evil corporation. She doesn't want to have anything to do with them. Yes. Right. I think is the intention. It's yeah. not made right. clear And she right tries away. to convince Nick not to sign up with them, too. And exactly. He's like, no, no, it's all good. It's awesome. Yeah. Now he wants money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, so it cuts to Lisa with her editor, and sh- her editor is saying, "Look, I can't believe you. This is pretty outrageous, and you didn't take pictures of the future for some reason. So I can't <laughs> go up against GenCorp because they pretty much run everything. They're, right. uh, you know, they're they're like Skynet. They just we just can't escape their, their We just can't go up against them right now. So then we cut back to Nick. That was just a quick scene to establish that her reasons for not liking. Uh, I almost said Dracula again. JK, <laughs> JK are just a thing. Now, Nick learns that his transporter has already been transferred to GenCore under their wing when he's doing his uh, his disk entry, which Whatever I guess is a routine doing. thing for him. Yeah, I don't know. He's backing up the data or something. Yes, which he does something. A da- on a daily basis because we see them, him doing it several yes. times. But we cut to the grocery store scene, the scene that <laughs> I remember most from this movie <laughs> for some reason because nothing really happens in it. A lady... Comes up to him, tells him, why can't you find a nice girl? And mm-hmm. then he sees Lisa shopping, and they go out on a date. And Well, the yeah, and, and first of all, let me, I just want to point out. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have enough money to f- continue his project. Right. He doesn't have money to keep his fridge stocked, apparently. Right. Oh, no. 
and he doesn't drive. Right. Whether that's by choice or he just doesn't have the money to buy a car, I don't know. I'm guessing it's the environmental choice. Who knows? He isn't up for a plane. How did he afford all of the parts to build a fucking time machine? <laughs> right. How did he buy the plane? Simple. He got the Commodore 64 from the same <laughs> thrift store he got How did he create molecule accelerators that attach to... I mean, that's some heavy the scientific Commodore shit. Commodore 64 was fantastic, Zip. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, seriously. Yeah. How much money went into buying all of these parts that add up to time machine somehow? I'm sorry, time <laughs> transport somehow. <laughs> and he can't afford to keep a fucking six pack in his fridge? Right. Really? No. Because <sighs> all his money's gone into the plane. He doesn't even have a car. He doesn't have a car. He's got a bike. He doesn't have a, yeah, he has to ride his bike all the way to the grocery store. Yeah, because uh, apparently he forgot to buy food again. But it's at a grocery store where they go out on a date, and we get immediately to this this slow like sitcom, like 1980s sitcom sounding opening theme song. Cheesy music. romantic <laughs> 90s <laughs> elevator music for yep. the win. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but even though GenCore now owns the property for, by as per the contract he apparently has immediate access to it because that's straight where they go to the hangar where the uh tr- Yeah the and that was kept. the thing is like because when he tried to do his floppy disk backup right like everything was behind a firewall apparently owned by GenCorp yes. and it's like he's been locked out of his own research but yet when he goes so after they <laughs> after they leave the grocery store in her car yes. with his bike hanging out of the trunk yes. Yes. They just drive up to the airfield, which is now under heavy guard by men with machine guns. Yes. And they pull up. and Machine the guy guns is a loose term yes. here. Well, yeah. they do come into play. The, the guard just looks down into the car, sees Nick, and is like, oh, okay, and waves them through the gate. And he just walk. They go to the get in the plane and take off like nothing. No happened. idea or anything. Just yeah. Hey. No, just oh yeah, Nick. Go You're ahead. the guy with the mullet. Come go on ahead then. and take our top secret project for a flight. Go right ahead. What could possibly go wrong? Now they go back to 1957 yeah. to a diner, which I guess just the easiest thing in their budget. And to their credit, they got some vintage cars. And the cars were great. Oh, the cars were great. They were beautiful. Um, They were using plastic cups at the 50s diner, by the way. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. And a not-so-decorated diner to go with it, but fine. must have been a pretty good date because... Nick scores. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so they go. Str- get, they go through. A st- yeah, they eat. They go through a stroll through a suburb where the, where all the cars are lined up. I mean, it really did. It looked really good. It that did was look really one good. moment where yeah. like, hey, there you go. This I I didn't believe the future scene, but I believe this could be the in past. the fifties. Yes, yeah. good yeah, job. They did a good job, and they they make out on the yeah, way, so while the, traveling through time back to the future. Right, and. I guess that's the long now the longest screen kiss in movie history. Eat your heart out, North by Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I, I they're guess. kissing before they jump through time, and they're still kissing afterwards. But so, uh, yeah, but they go the to the future. Kiss. They actually they go, go back. To the future. They go back to twenty forty one. Yes. Oh, it's okay to say back to the future at this yes. point. Yeah, they yeah. do. They go back. I just don't want to. Yes. 
because uh, I'm going to say it again in just a minute. Uh, <laughs> where do they go, Zip? The, back <laughs> to the future. No, they go back to 41, and this time the really shitty, horrible 90s computers graphics show the town that they went to originally in 2041 has now been decimated by some kind of apocalypse. war or apocalypse something. or something. You cannot tell any difference in the computer graphics between how the town looked before everything went to hell and after they went to hell. They look a little bit like they've been missile commanded. A, yeah. a little sort of, bit. Yeah, kinda. a little That's bit. That's it. But well, you can't tell that much of a difference. No. And, and I wasn't sure what happened because as soon as they got out of the plane, Lisa says, and I had to go back on this seven times. I know what she's trying to say, but it sounded like she says, looks like there was some, there was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> she overpronounces she says, the H on that, yeah. and I, I went back to that seven times <laughs> to make sure I wasn't being seven yeah. uh, when I heard that. But they speculate a war was what happened. Here. Yes. Yeah, they speculate some kind of war broke out. That they, they don't know why it's different. So they're walking down this little alleyway. But where oh, where oh, there's second, like graffiti and all of this stuff, but you can't really tell that anything's happened because there aren't any bombed out buildings that they're looking at. They're just in a really shitty alley. Yes. With graffiti that's been spray painted on the walls and the remnants of a Back to the Future movie poster. Yes, yes. there is one. But okay, yes. I, I got to ask real quickly. They say they, they don't know what happened. What? Why are they thinking about this? They have a time machine. He's explained the the, the idea of the butterfly effect. Of the tangents. What significant yeah. thing have you done with the time machine in the past twelve minutes that may <laughs> have ha caused this to happen? Did you should you have not have ordered that ham that double cheeseburger from the diner <laughs> or handed the thing over to a shady corporation? Which one do you think it was? <laughs> I don't know. Why are they acting so like this is such a mystery? But you're right. We also yeah. see in that, though, in the dilapidated mm -hmm. future, we also see one of the vintage cars from the 50s beat up. Yep. What's that doing there? That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and all of a sudden, his glasses are gone. Yes. Right. Glasses because are gone. Because you can't have a chase scene without yeah. with glasses. No more glasses. Yeah, no yeah more he glasses. can't be wearing the glasses because he has action sequences yeah. coming up. And Lisa says to him in all seriousness, bring your ray gun. Did you bring your ray gun? Did you bring your ray yes. gun? Yes, because yeah. now they're in the future. Because now they're in the future, and it's all scary, and it's like warriors all yes. of a sudden. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what happens. Yes. So that they, they, they get accosted. Yeah. Would you say? Oh my God. Um, by yeah. a crackhead. By, <laughs> by, by a crackhead is holding a shotgun to them. And and starts asking, where's their transport? Where's their transport? And they're like, how do they know about transports? And then so we have a cheesy action moment where the, the somehow Nick knows karate or something because he completely disarms the crackhead and holds the shotgun to his face. And then other people show up. And so we find out now it's it's definitely it's like a warrior situation. Yeah is there are roving gangs yep. who control different quadrants of the city, and whoever is able to take over will rule the city. And the one that captures them is represented by this weird, kind of like he heavy-set person with like bright red pants <laughs> and a blue shirt and a gigantic wig on. Yes, and so, <laughs> so it's like it's like mustached, <laughs> big Mike Reno from Loverboy. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, but I, but as soon as I saw him, I was like, ooh, 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 look, we have another contender for best porn sack. Yes, yes, yay! yay. Yeah, he. But I mean, he still comes in behind Doctor Pornstash right. from oh, yeah. Bat People. But, oh yes. But still, it's a good one. But yeah, they, they meet the leader who is demanding the transport. They all know about the transport now. They're not getting answers, but they're able to escape. Right. Uh, so we get long chase seen mm. through this uh, warehouse they were allowed to shoot at for this. Yeah. And they mm. seek cover with a hobo. Right. This hobo is not all as awesome as the one the Bat People. No, bat he's people. not. Yeah, seriously. Um, he wasn't terrible, but... He wasn't terrible, but he did have a nice little emotional he, he monologue. He did. He had some stuff. Why? I mean, it was nowhere near as epic as the one in Bat People. Somebody but please no. cast me as a hobo. Okay? Seriously. So I can have... They have right? the best emotional beats. Right, so I can have yeah. a 30-second moment. How has Daniel Day-Lewis not played a homeless person by now? <laughs> right? I have no idea. <laughs> but they determine, based on what the hobo says, he says that there have been several wars because Gen Core was leasing out the time machine left the transports left and right to people selling them yeah selling yeah. them mm-hmm. making more selling them and people w- it was just ruining yeah, everything at, at right. first they sold it to just the government just the, to government. the United yes. States government yes. and, the, and when the government was using it everything was going well but then they started selling out to the highest bidder spies found out about them and then and everything people were just, just using them willy-nilly yes. exactly yeah. using abusing time travel yep, yep. And that's the reason the future sucks. Wow. And to think we haven't even gotten halfway through this mess. This crazy, crazy mess. Well, anyway, be sure to tune in next week, guys, for part two. See ya.